Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, if you were asked about your attitude to the Jews, Jewish people, Israel and all of that, uh, what would your answers be? And if you were asked in a way where you weren't really sure what the chat was about and it came round to this particular topic, would you be guarded in what you would say? Would you expect people in Northern Ireland to have an understanding of what anti-Semitism is? Or is there generally, when you look around and see who flies the Israeli flag and who flies the Palestinian flag here, an expectancy almost that there will be some brutal language used when talking about people of another faith. Have a listen to this and then I'll explain the context. The people being interviewed are from Derry. You have a lot of Palestinian flags here. Yeah. Why is that? Because we support them. Why do you support the Palestinians? Jews. Because what? Israelis are scum, killing children, killing Marines. You're talking about the Jews? Yes. Heather, 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 the scourge of the world. What did you say? The Jews, the scourge of the earth. The Jews are the scourge of the earth. The Jews are the scourge of the earth. And you'll notice little dips in the sound there. That's when the Fs were used during it. These are people socialising in Derry who are talking about the only thing Hitler did wrong was he didn't kill enough effing Jews. This is conversation here amongst our own. Um, I want to speak to the man who initiated the conversation. He's a playwright and he is the author, uh, Tavir Tenenbaum, who is obviously Jewish uh, from his playwriting, if you're aware of what he he does, uh, from uh, anything that he has written. But what was he trying to achieve? Uh, Tavir, good morning. Good morning, how are you doing? I am I'm very I'm very well. I'm I'm also somewhat shocked by the hatred in the voices of those uh, Derry Derry people. Now yeah. um, what, what were you, what were you setting out to achieve what were you setting out to achieve on the visit to that bar? Okay, I'll just uh, I'll, um, add a little bit so you understand exactly what I'm doing. And besides doing theater, I'm also a journalist. I write for German media mostly. And I'm also an author of a few books. Um, this is now I have come to to the UK and a little bit to Ireland too um, to write the fifth book in a series, which is published by in Germany and in, in many other places. But the main publisher is Germany. And this is a series of books. Each one of them is about a different country. You know, there's a book about Germany, there's a book about America, there's another book about, uh, about Israel and Palestinians, etc., etc. But basically the idea is to travel in the country for six months and talk to the people, interview people, you know, from the time you open your eyes to the time you close your eyes and record them and, and tell them exactly who you are, meaning that you are a journalist. I don't tell them I'm Jewish, but I tell them I'm a journalist. And so everybody knows whatever they say is recorded. 
this tour I do with my wife, Hizi, and we also had uh, with us uh, a typical one uh, cameraman and one uh, one soundman, and everything is out there. I mean, it's like everybody knows it's not no candid camera. Okay, so you're not, you're not secretly filming. You're not you're not secretly filming anyone, but you don't you don't tell them you don't tell them you're Jewish, and you are obviously a, a journalist. Not that not that anyone needs to, to tell anyone what religion they are when they, when they when they start a conversation. But you, one of your one of your main driving forces is to try and find where anti-Semitism actually exists, and you you are plowing you are plowing fertile ground in Derry. No, no, no. I, I just want to tell you, this is not, this is not exactly what I'm doing. I mean, my job is not to find anti-Semitism. If it's there, I'll write about it and report it. My job is to find the people. What do you think about? Originally, when I, when I had the idea to write this book, the idea was to write about theater in the UK because I'm a theater person. So my idea is to was to do something totally different than the other books and actually examine the theater and the secrets of the British theater. That's the initial idea. It was not to find any anti-Semitism. But sadly, the more I walk in this land, the more anti-Semitism I find. Okay, so let, let me put let me put this shocking. to let me put this to you in relation to yeah. what these people were saying to you in in yeah. Derry. My, my listening to that is yeah. on listening to that. I come to the conclusion that you asked them yeah. about why there are so many Palestinian flags. And the people exactly. who you interviewed in the bar then see in their mind the Israeli army. That's what that's that's what that's what sparks the hatred. They hate the Israeli army as opposed to the Jewish people. Is is, is that possible? No, I mean they told me. I mean, what I would say the positive part in there at least that these are people who were totally honest with me from the let go. You know, so the other people talk about the Israeli army or whatever this is, you know, Israel. But, you know, the people are very honest. They say all they really hate, without cover. Many other anti-Semites cover it. Israel, Shmi Israel, they know nothing about any other troubles parts in the world, only about Israel and Palestinians, which is ridiculous, because there are so many troubles parts in the world. But here, the people are at least honest. Old, rotten anti-Semitism. So you're honest, not only, not only in the bar, also outside, and we walked around. In Ireland, in the Northern Ireland, people were honest. We don't like the Jews, no matter what. Is that, is that how you feel in what they're, they're saying? And what they're saying is inexcusable, unforgivable to be saying about Hitler didn't kill enough Jews and some of the other, the, the, I think they say something about the Jew, Jews being the scum of the earth and whatever. I, I'm not in any way, in any way, going to try and excuse anything that's on, on that tape. But do you, do, do you not accept that what's motivating that hatred is the, is the, is the belief that the Palestinian people are being brutally treated by the Israeli army and the Israeli state? You have no idea how many people I ask, what do you think about what happens in Chechnya? What do you think about what happens in Turkey? What do you think about what happens in Syria? They care nothing about it. They don't care about anything. Why? You're going there, everywhere you go, you see Palestinian flags. You, you want to identify with somebody? I, I have no problem with it. But identify with all the people who suffer in the world. So they suffer it all over. And, and might, might that not be down to... But, but, but to be, might, might that not be down to the history in Northern Ireland where there was a linkage between the Republican movement in this part of the world and the, the, the people who would have been representing the Palestinian movements in the 70s, 80s and, and 90s that there was there, there there certainly was communication between the Republican movement and the Palestinians that there wouldn't have been between the Republican movement and other groups and organisations elsewhere in, in Europe or Africa. I mean, many people helped, I mean, were siding with Irish people. I mean, myself, I like the Irish people. I like you guys. I think you are wonderful people. I mean, I mean, I enjoyed without take that minus the anti-Semitism. You know, you are, you are passionate people. You are 
great sense of humor. I mean, I love the Irish people. I didn't even think I would like it as much as I found to like you, you know? I mean, it just saddens, you know? It, it just, yes, there is some history on it, but the history is, is like, okay, so those two organizations that join together, what's the big deal? I mean, but these people don't talk about, you know, they talk about Jews. They tell me that we got rid of the Jews in Ireland. They're starting to do it Palestinians. They are so happy that we there are almost no Jews in Ireland. What does that have to do with the Palestinian equation? You're talking about Irish Jews? They certainly come across as people who hate anything to do with the Jewish faith, anything to do with Israel, anything to do with people who are Jewish. I, I completely understand your argument from listening to what's on that tape. It's vitriol, it is hatred, it is hate-driven, and it is beyond unacceptable. Uh, Tavia, do, do, do stay with me, please, because Malachi O'Doherty is a commentator on many issues, religious issues as well, political uh, events he's, he's covered in many ways. And Malachi, you will have followed the understanding of Israel, the Jewish faith, and the Palestin- Palestinian dimension uh, down the years. D- do you feel that here in Northern Ireland we, we are rooted in anti-Semitism in, in some quarters? Well, yeah, with that qualification in some quarters. Um, I mean, I was reminded of my own school days, you know, when, I mean, for instance, in primary school, even in secondary school, uh, we told Jewish jokes. You know, and we, we didn't know any Jews. I don't know where this came from, but I do remember, you know, uh, being, you know, hearing uh, anti-Jewish jokes, which play on the idea of them being tight with money and and uh, mostly that. And uh, and I remember also as a child passing those jokes on and thinking they were funny. And I don't know why I thought they were funny. I remember the first time that I met Jewish people in in Belfast and. Uh, Somebody pointing out, oh, did you not know that, you know, so-and-so is a Jew? And, and I, he was just a boy in the class, and, and he, you know, <laughs> there was nothing extraordinary or unusual about him. But I do remember people, you know, saying, but you do know he's a Jew. And I do remember, uh, again, uh, um, these are just thoughts coming back to me while I'm thinking about this, working in bars in Belfast when I was uh, a teenager, and, and we were talking here about the late 1960s. And, and uh, you know, people in the staff saying, you know, by the way, do you know that's that's the Jews? And and I've heard many remarks from people, not, you know, not close friends, not often, but certainly occasionally, you know, I remember even once, you know, in a, in a clinic where I was dealing with a nurse and the nurse was dealing with another patient and, and a remark was made about somebody being a Jew and the patient replied with i they're the ones that would get the money out of you they're the ones you know so that kind of thing does move within our culture and it's so it, it's so it precedes the republican connection to the the palestinians i was doing i'm doing research on margaret noble we spoke about that before uh, in um, uh, the the Dungannon woman who went to india and became an indian nationalist and it's quite clear from her letters you know but these go back to like 1910 you know, but it's quite clear that she was completely anti-Semitic. She, she just expressed, uh, you know, uh, contempt uh, and and wide generalizations about Jewish people. This came to us, I suppose, through the religious Christian tradition, which said that it was the Jews who betrayed Christ. It was the Jews who rejected the uh, the Messiah. Uh, it, it runs right through the whole Christian tradition uh, up to the present day. It was a lot easier, a lot more common to express contempt for Jews, uh, I suppose, uh, before we became aware of the Holocaust and uh, and so on. But it, but still, within the generation before us, it was something that people were much more at ease with. Even even in England, I mean, I think quite blatant anti-Semitic remarks have been attributed to Churchill and others. I mean, the idea that there was a cabal of uh, of um, uh, secretive uh, uh, power mongers, you know, who 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 were the Jews, you know, that's that's an idea that was that was repeated uh, down the years uh, quite quite openly, and it's maybe even fair to say that it's only in quite recent times 
that people have become uh, more uh, more guarded about expressing anti-Semitic opinion or anti-Semitic feelings. The other side of it, as you point out, is the developing relationship or the relationship that developed between the IRA and the PLO. And that's, uh, you know, that uh, goes back at least to the early 80s, probably to the 70s. Um, I mean, I've spoken to journalists who met Irish people, uh, you know, uh, fighting alongside the, the, the PLO in Beirut in, in 82. Although I also know a story of uh, an Armenian fighter who represented himself as Irish. For some reason, maybe he thought it was better, to, easier to buy weapons in that way. But still at all, you know, that uh, that is... So last September, for instance, I think it was September the 11th, there was a football match on in Belfast. It was a friendly between... Uh, 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 with was it Northern Ireland? I think it was the Northern Ireland team and the Israeli team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's right. I might have got yeah, Northern Ireland, Ireland Israel, yeah, Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went down to that because I'm doing a book on protest in Northern Ireland, so I went down to cover the protest. And very large, a couple of hundred guys, uh, mostly men, had come down from the Falls Road with Palestinian flags to the roundabout at Broadway, and they were stopped by the police there, and they were there to protest the uh, uh, game being played against Israel. And you'll remember on that day there was a huge Palestinian flag on the mountain so that it could be visible from uh, from the pitch where they were playing. And there was a, a pro-Israeli protest, which was mostly loyalist. Well, not mostly loyalist, entirely loyalist. Because when I went over to the pro-Israeli protest, uh, you know, people recognized me because I appear on television occasionally and they were saying, go back to your own side, Malachi, clear off, you know, that, that kind of thing. So that was, uh, that was a, a loyalist, sectarian protest in favor of Israel, meeting a protest uh, in favor of Palestinians, which, by my acquaintance with the people in that group, were uh, mostly Republican. Um, indeed, some, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Well, certainly the ones I spoke to, uh, most of the ones that I spoke to were, were Republicans, and, and I knew them as such, and they knew me as a, as a journalist. So that's, a, that's quite a big thing. But I do, I, do think there is, I do think among the people protesting in favor of Palestine are people who have integrity, who are not racist, uh, who have a genuine sympathy with the Palestinian people, um, who recognize that Israel is uh, barbarous in its uh, handling of Palestine and the bombing of Palestinian territories several times in recent years, and 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 they have an agenda. And many of them have been to to Gaza and the West Bank, and they've met Palestinians and and they've campaigned on them. So they're, they're, you know they, we select our causes, they select that cause, and they support that. Okay. okay. So I'm pointing at three things, if you like: a traditional anti-Semitism coming out of our Christianity, a relationship between the IRA and the PLO, and and a kind of modern support for the Palestinians. Part of which I think is reasonably well informed by by people who have taken the trouble to to get to know the situation. Okay, do stay with me there, Maliki. Uh, Tavea, Maliki eloquently describing it as he sees it from a journalistic perspective here in in Northern Ireland. As a Jewish person, how hurt, how upset, how sickened were you by what was said to you while doing the interviews in Derry? I mean... uh to be honest with you, I mean, I, I dealt with this issue of anti-Semitism before because I have found it not only in this part of the world, but I don't think, and I have seen sympathies with the Palestinian causes. I, I, I met many of those kinds. I have never met people with so much hatred to the Jews as I met in, in Northern Ireland and Ireland, and that includes Derry. I've never seen it. I've never seen people so hateful of the Jews. I mean, there are anti-Semites in Germany, there are anti-Semites from over. There are anti-Semites in... There are people who support Palestinians' causes all over the world. But this kind of hatred that I have found, I mean, you have to take... Derry is, is a small place compared to the rest of the country. I mean, to the Northern Ireland and Ireland, or whatever you want to call it, you know, the North and the South of Ireland. I've never seen... So much anti-Semitism as I found it to be on both parts, the north and the south of Ireland. Well, certainly what's on that tape, what's on the, the tape is absolutely brutal. It is beyond belief that people would speak like that privately, never mind 
publicly, but that's exactly what they've what they've been doing uh, privately or publicly. Uh, Tavia, have you have you addressed any of the issues with regards to the state of Israel or the Israeli army? Have you ever been have you ever been critical of the Israeli government or or the Israeli army? I personally have been critical many many times. I mean, this is you know, I mean. What Netanyahu does, the Israeli government, is a political thing. You know, it's like you. I disagree with many polit- politicians, including Israeli politicians. But if I don't like some politicians and I don't like actions of some government, let's say, I'm not going to call all the people and say they are. You know, I want to see them dead. I don't don't agree with the politics of the of the Irish governments. I don't agree with the politics of the UK governments. But does it mean that because I don't I disagree with them, I don't agree with with the bombing of Iraq in the second Gulf War and the and the first Gulf War? But that was a political decision by politicians. Does that mean that everybody in America and Europe is a murderer? Tavir, I really appreciate you highlighting it with us today. Um, you can follow more of this on the Slugger O'Toole website, uh, by the way. Uh, Tavir Tenenbaum, the uh, writer and indeed the the playwright, uh, having uh, an incredibly negative experience while visiting Derry. You heard the tape earlier of what the people in the bar said about the Jews. They called on the Jews to be killed. They condemned Hitler for not killing enough Jews. It was like... <laughs> If it wasn't really happening, you would think it was actually being made up. But it has really happened, and people in Derry have been have been saying this. Uh, Malachi, in relation to being anti-Semitic, you don't have to be like those people in the bar uh, to be anti-Semitic. I'll I'll, ju- I'll just remind uh, those who are listening what the definition of being anti-Semitic uh, is uh, in just a moment. If you if you stay with me, Malachi. Here's a question for you. Are you anti-Semitic? The International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance's definition of what anti-Semitism is is accepted by a vast number of countries, groups and organisations, but of course not by everyone. But here's here's the tick list. 11 on the list. You're anti-Semitic if indeed you tick any of these boxes. If you call for the killing or harm of Jews. Obviously, the people in Derry on the video totally anti-Semitic. They're calling for the killing and harming of Jews. So that box is ticked immediately. If you describe the Jews as controlling the media and the economy, if you if that's the way you see the Jews, oh, they control the media, they control the economy, that's anti-Semitic. If you blame the Jews, if you blame all the Jews for the action of any one Jew, so if a Jewish person does something really unacceptable, you go typical Jews, that's anti-Semitic. If you deny the Holocaust, it's anti-Semitic. If you accuse the Jews or Israel of inventing the Holocaust, that's also on the list. Accusing the Jews of being more loyal to Israel than the country that they belong to. If you accuse them of that, you're anti-Semitic. Accusing the existence of the state of Israel as racist and denying Jewish people their right to self-determination is anti-Semitic. O2, also, um, you have the applying demands, applying demands of Israel not made of other nations. So if you expect something from Israel that you wouldn't expect from another nation, that's anti-Semitic. Saying or reminding people or making reference to the fact that the Jews 2,000 years ago killed Jesus, that is anti-Semitic. Saying the Jews are today's Nazis is anti-Semitic. And finally, blaming all Jews for the actions of the state of Israel is anti-Semitic. Now, uh, Labour, of course, great debate and discussion in the Labour Party at the moment about Labour's definition of what anti-Semitism is. And they have an issue with the Jews having dual loyalties between the country they live in and Israel. They also have an issue uh, within that Labour debate of the creation of the State of Israel, believing that in many ways it was a racist endeavour. And Israeli policy has been described as Nazi-like, the Israeli government policy. And uh, so they're saying, you know, that their definition of anti anti-Semitism differs from the definition that in many ways is accepted around the world, the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance definition or set of definitions. Uh, Maliki, one thing's for sure, in Derry, the guys on the tape 
are anti-Semitic. You know, they, they tick numerous boxes. Tick numerous boxes. Uh, uh, if I if I'm you using, if I tick any of them. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know, as you said, you used to crack jokes. That 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 second one on the on the list, the second yeah. one on, on the list that makes jokes about indeed the Jews running the economy or being mean with money or controlling yeah. the media. Uh, that yeah. to have that general attitude towards the Jewish people is is determined is, de- is defined as as anti-Semitic. Yeah, these, these ideas I said I heard when I said that as a child I passed on Jewish jokes. As a child, I did. Uh, I, I don't regard myself as anti-Semitic, uh, and I don't think I was even anti-Semitic as a child telling those jokes because I didn't even understand the jokes I was telling. The the, the point, the two things I want to say. First of all, I think the most shocking thing we've heard this morning was I have never seen people so hateful of the Jews as in Ireland, North and South. I mean, that is something that really has to stop us all short, right? That is, that is, that is an amazing statement, and, uh, and it is a statement with integrity uh, from, the, from the person who made it. The, the state of Israel as racist, I think, is a debatable point. I think, you know, the, the, when uh, uh, Netanyahu, you know, passed a law just in the last year saying, describing Israel as a Jewish state for the Jewish people, you know, uh, implying that uh, Arab, Arab Israelis are, are second-class citizens. You know, that is, you know, you can't get away from, from the fact that that is defined. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Defining a state uh, by an ethnicity or by... I personally don't even like the word race because I think there's only one race, the human race. I think racism is a, a cast of mind which divides that up into separate pieces when those separate pieces don't exist. But there is an ethnicity uh, that, that Israel, the state of Israel, is set up to preserve and Israel defines itself as a Jewish state. Ultimately, I mean, I grew up through... Uh, a time of political protest against the idea of a Protestant parliament for a Protestant people. I've spoken to the Dalai Lama about this. I said, you know, the idea that we should have Tibet as a Buddhist state for a Buddhist people, that is that to me is problematic. Ultimately, we would aspire to every state being a civic polity in, in good relations with all its neighbours and not having an, an ethnic foundation or anything in its constitution which implies... Uh, the 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 the, uh, the favoritism of one ethnicity or religious tradition over another, and therefore, you know, uh, if I to say I am anti-Semitic, if I believe that the Israeli state is racist, I do at least believe that the point is debatable, and I will debate it. And if somebody can say that no, that it's not racist to establish a state specifically for uh, 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 an ethnic group then, uh, or, or something decide, defined as a race, then, uh, then you know, I, if they can make that point, uh, I listen to it. But on, on all the other points you make, and I, and I think perhaps that is a point, basically, that many people in the labor movement stumble over, you know. But, um, but I think, you know, that is secondary to what we've heard. I have never seen people so hateful of the Jews as in Ireland, North and South. 
Yeah, that, you know, and that is what the that. writer uh, Tavito that said, to, me said to us. That me dead in my tracks when I heard him say that. Yeah, well, he's, he's been doing the research across Ireland and there is a hatred yeah. of the Jews and he, he's brought it to us on, 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 yeah. on tape. One final point before I go, Malachi, a chance for you to redeem yourself in the ears of some of our, our listeners because you did say this, but maybe you want to qualify it uh, because a number of people have uh, drawn our attention to it. Uh, I'll just use one example. It says, uh, why did Malachi describe the loyalist protesters on the night of the match at Windsor Park as sectarian loyalists but when he referred to the Falls Road protesters he only described those people as Republicans. The guys on the loyalist side, Malachi, go back to your own side. That was sectarian. That was saying you belong over there. You know, I had gone as a reporter, a journalist to both sides. I experienced hostility on both sides because there were there were people in the in the Republican side who were who were hostile as well to me. Not many, but one certainly. And 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 again on the loyalist side, not all of them. Some of them were were quite friendly, uh, but certainly there were among them people who said, "Malachi, get back to your own side." That's a sectarian jibe at me. Uh, it's not based on anything else other than, you know, if you're saying they are my people over there, then you're identifying me with, with, with a group uh, that I don't particularly identify with. I'm not, an, uh, you know, I'm not a, I haven't been part of the Republican movement, you know. I wasn't campaigning uh, uh, against the match. I was there as an independent journalist. So if you basically say to me in that circumstance, get back to your own side, then that is a sectarian, uh, that is sectarian abuse of me. Okay, and, and that's why I said it. Okay, yeah. that's clarity. Thank you. Okay. Th- thank you very much, Malagi. Thank you. That'll answer the people who are asking. Quite a few people who are asking. Right. Uh, good morning to you. This is the U105 phone-in. We're talking about the hatred of Jews, as has been proven by an interview done in Derry, where people in Derry were calling on tape straight to camera for the Jews to be killed and condemning Hitler for not killing more Jews. It's absolutely shocking. Um, I want to speak to uh, Gary about this. Uh, Gary, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Um, here again, um, um, I was tweeting at you about it over the weekend. Um, I have a couple of points to make. I'll go, I'll go back to um, one of my main points at the minute, and that's the teaching over here with all of the conflict, in my opinion. But, you know, we can't, those people in, in Derry um, in the pub, it was the same as, as an ordinary match the other week. We can't hold a whole city to ransom for um, the opinions of a couple of drunks or half-drunks in a pub. But my, I was disappointed when the reporter move out, moved outside not in Derry and started speaking to members of the public. And when I asked, they were told, he told, they told them that they supported the Palestinians, but they didn't understand, had no clue what the conflict was about and that they hated Jews. And... Um, I agree with Malachi on a load of points, that, and that there has been, you know, there was there has been anti-Semitism, Semitism in the form of jokes for years. But the hatred only started post '69 when when the links started with the IRA and Arafat and the PLO and Hamas and that there, you know. And I think a lot of the problems here is due to fake news. I will criticize where, where criticism is due, and it's the same as here. Um, there's criticism could be led at both sides. So as the Israelis do take an extremely harsh line at times with Palestinians, but again it's vice versa with Hamas attacking Israeli citizens, you know, um, with indiscriminate rocket attacks, and, and fake news is a lot to play with it. But Maliki mentioned that, that basically people in the loyalist side, stroke unionist side here, you know, supported the Palestinians because, you know, both sides take a stand. But it's not, um, I've been to the synagogue on the... Um, in North Belfast um, many, many times. And um, there school trips I was on from, from what was it school, but there's trips nowadays where, where, where the rabbi would come down and visit the Shagel. I know he visits other places and that's organized and has explained, you know, and, and there's, a, there's a mural in the Shagel. And, and I think this is important too. You know, people don't understand the links between Ireland and Israel as well. You know, Lieutenant Colonel John Henry Patterson, born in Westmeath, you know, He's akin to Blair Main, the soldier who fought all over the world. He was a land killer, and you know he went on to be basically the godfather of the Israeli army. And you know, there's there's many a thing. You know, you go to you go to Israel itself, and it's probably the only democracy in the region. You know, I, I know that that Netanyahu made that statement, um, but you know, and the Kiznet, um there's Arabs really sit, and that's the only that's the only really true democracy in the region. And I think. If both sides and both tales were told to people here, you maybe get a more balanced view. So you would, but the anti-Semitism is rife, 
and it's right throughout, you know, and in my opinion, it, 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 is, it does stem from the IRA's links with Hamas and right back to the PLO and Arafat in 69. Yeah, but Gary, on the back of everything you're saying there, and I, I allowed you to speak unchallenged the, the whole way through it, and you did you did remark on this, but I'm, I'm trying to just keep you as balanced as I possibly can. Some of the acts carried out by the Israeli army against the Palestinian people are grotesque. Uh, Frank, I do not I do not disagree, and I don't think you'll get many Jewish Israeli um, people here who, who's born and bred here who, who, who are as Northern Irish as you and I um, would disagree. My, my point is, you know, there's only one side of it being fed, and, and again, I emphasize, I've watched it on the news, and I know it's heavy-handedness. So I'll go back to the protest last year. You had people on the show, uh, quite rightly so, criticizing the IDF, for, for the response that took the protests at the border when there were 60 odd killed. But then, in the weeks after it, um, Hamas admitted that it was 50 of their personnel, at least 50 of their personnel, was on the front line. Uh, they're, they're at their behest and their orders, you know. So that, that sort of gives you, you know, again, that doesn't excuse the, the, the innocents that were killed that day. But my point is, you know, the Israelis have to be very, very careful of, of, of you know, if we had took the same line, uh, um, um, here and protecting borders, you know, I, I'm not saying that again, yeah, I have to emphasize here, the killing of innocence was wrong, but Israeli, Israeli is doing what any democracy should do and probably would do, and, and that's protect its border from a threat. So it is, you, you know, okay. But, well, okay. Okay. civilian casualties is always going to be there, but there's wrong on both sides, and Hamas, you know, I've been to Israel, I've been okay. to the okay. West Bank, right. I've been to Tel Aviv and Jerusalem, yeah. You know, and I've seen it as well. Okay, I do have to leave it there, Gary, because I do have to move on. If you'd like to put the point on behalf of the plight of the Palestinian people, uh, feel free, 02890-333-105, if you would like to address what Gary is saying, because he's entitled to see it from his perspective, and you're entitled to see it from yours. Uh, this is the U105 phone-in, easing our way through the day. More if you're coming on in just a moment. Jonathan has a point he wants to make. Good morning, Jonathan. Yes, hello, Frank. Look, um, number one, these people in the pub, these gentlemen in the pub, um, they probably broke the law in terms of incitement to racial hatred. Uh, and I do hope they are arrested. I hope we found out what their names are. So there can be no argument about that. Now, let's come on to what uh, Malachi O'Doherty said about Israel. He called Israel barbarous. He said it's a debatable point whether Israel is racist. And he said that Arabs are being treated as second class citizens. All those points are simply not true. Israel is not a barbarous country. Israel waits for months whilst rockets come from Gaza to um, intimidate its citizens and to destroy property, and Israel eventually retaliates. Any civilized state would retaliate in order to um, protect its citizens. As far as being racist is concerned, no, Israel is not racist. Israel was set up by the United Nations. It has legitimacy from the United Nations as a state which was founded on Judaism. And um, non-Jews in Israel have complete equality. There are non-Jews in the Supreme Court. There are non-Jews in the diplomatic service. So it is nonsense to say Israel is a racist. And it is anti-Semitic and it is not debatable. It is simply anti-Semitic. Now let's talk about Arabs being second-class citizens. Again, this was a point that Malachi O'Doherty made. Um, there, there was this nation-state law which was passed um, last year. Now, you can argue about whether it was necessary or not. Um, so a lot of people think with good reason that it was not necessary. But as far as being uh, racist is concerned, no. Arabs are not second-class citizens. All that it said was that Israel is a state which is fundamentally Jewish and will remain fundamentally Jewish. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you look at the election last week, for example... Um, the ballot paper slips were in Hebrew and in Arabic, in both languages. All documents which were published in Arabic will still be published in Arabic. And there is no question about Arabs being second-class citizens. That is just a misinterpretation uh, of the law. Just so, on that, Jonathan, know, on that, because I, I, I need to challenge you on some of your points, because it is like a, a party political broadcast on behalf of the Israeli government. Now, maybe, no, it's not. It's maybe, the truth. But maybe, maybe, maybe I'm watching different news and following different journalists and writers than you are. But if you view 
the position of the Palestinians in Palestine and you view the position of the Israelis in the area, you can't but help think that the Palestinian people are downtrodden. Now, I'm not for one moment excusing the activities of terrorist organisations within the Palestinian groupings. I'm talking about the ordinary Palestinian people who in many ways are suffering at the hands of Hamas and groups like that. But they are definitely suffering at the hands of Israel. Can you not see that? You talk about me being a party political broadcast. I I think that you are party political broadcast on behalf of the Palestinians. The Palestinians are not downtrodden. Israel gave back Gaza in 2005 for independent rule and it was immediately taken over by Hamas. Hamas um, are prejudiced against gays, they're prejudiced against women. Um, they, uh, and there are now, and, and maybe you haven't seen this, Frank, but there are now protests in Gaza against Hamas. Of course, There's but I don't think you're hearing what I'm saying, Jonathan. I have, I have criticised Hamas in my reply to you. I've, I've addressed that immediately in my reply to you. I'm talking about the ordinary Palestinian citizens. The Israelis are very heavy-handed towards them. That is not true. In the West Bank, in Judea and Samaria, um, the Palestinians are actually um, flourishing in terms of their uh, economy. They're becoming increasingly rich. The problem in Gaza is that people are prevented from um, prospering uh, because of Hamas. The blame is with Hamas. Hamas teaches children in Gaza to hate the Jews, to hate the Israelis, and that is the problem. Israel waits for months and months and months before going into Gaza, a lot longer than other, um, uh, other countries would wait. Uh, Ireland would never wait that long. UK would never wait that long if, there, if it was being attacked by terrorists. The first uh, responsibility of a government is to protect its citizens from terror. We've seen in, in England, we've seen terror in London, we've seen terror in Manchester, and the UK government has responded. Um, the Irish government responded to terror from the IRA. That's the first responsibility, and there's nothing wrong with it. And to say the Palestinians are downtrodden, they've been offered a state four times, including 98% of what they wanted at Camp David, and their leadership refused. If you want to tell me that the Palestinian leadership has been terrible and is letting down the Palestinian people, then I would agree with you. But as far as the Palestinians being downtrodden because of Israel, no, that is simply not true, Frank. But Jonathan, you make it sound like as if the Israelis are doing the Palestinian people a favour. That just isn't the way it is. I'm not saying they're doing them a favour. I'm saying they are dealing with a very difficult situation with being attacked by terrorists uh, in in a very humanitarian way. Um, People talk about Gaza uh, being a prison. No, there is food there is provisions going into gaza every single day uh, and if you look on the website um of the uh, 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 an israeli organization you'll see that the only thing which doesn't go into gaza frank is materials which can be used for making uh, weapons do you think we're ever going to be in a position where the leaders of the western world and those who ha- are influential in the Arabic world and the Israeli government will ever be able to resolve what is basically a crisis over who owns what land. When you get someone like Marty who sent me a text saying, Frank, why is Gary, this is Gary who was on earlier, waffling, it's Palestinian land. I I heard your list of what it it takes to be classified anti-Semitic. I never thought I was, but I guess I am anti-Semitic because there's a long list going through it a little earlier. He goes on to say, not ashamed if this labels me as one of the uh, people supporting the Palestinians in their call for a free Palestine. The Palestinians have long been calling for a free Palestine, for the the land that was taken off them. Frank, firstly, no land has been taken from the Palestinians. In 1967, Israel fought a defensive war. Israel was going to be wiped off the map. And Israel won that defensive war. And in international law, when you win a defensive war, you can hang on to the territory. Israel uh, in the north is is incredibly narrow. um, And uh, that territory has been kept uh, for... Um, well, there was, uh, land, there was, there was land taken off them after the Second World War and there was land taken off them since that no. whole, the whole way through. 
no, there was no land taken off them after the Second World War. There was a United Nations uh, partition plan. Uh, the Jews accepted the partition from the United Nations. The Arabs rejected it, and there was a war. And the result of the war was the configuration of land uh, that we have today. No land has been stolen. Um, you know, that's just, that's just not true. As far as a peace plan is concerned, well, we have a peace plan from the United States president, which we're waiting for, and let's see what happens. But let's remember what happened with the last peace talks, Frank. The last peace talks um, uh, were scuppered because um, the Palestinian Authority joined up with Hamas. Hamas is a genocidal organization. It wants to see the extermination of all Jews, very much like those people in the pub. It doesn't recognize Israel's right to exist. How can you negotiate, Frank, with an organization that wants to see you dead? Okay, Jonathan, very clear on your thoughts on it. Uh, 02890 uh, These lines are open for whoever wants to express an opinion, by the way. And Gary's opinion may be a little mellower than Jonathan's, but both the opinions that have been incredibly eloquent have been clearly on behalf of Israel. Now, if you're sitting at home and you're thinking the Palestinian voice is not being heard, I will address all the issues and bring up all the counterpoints. This is no problem. But it's not my job to either defend or criticise the Palestinian people. If you want to do that, you know the number. It's 02890-33105. 02890-33105. If you are just uh, joining us, good morning. This is the U105 phone-in. we got the news for you next. We're trying to get to the bottom this morning of why so many people seem to hate the Jews. Uh, Anti-Semitic behaviour is evident on a video that has been referred to on our news programme in relation to a Jewish playwright and author who's doing research, interviewed people in Derry and people on that video calling for the Jews to be killed. Uh, just you, you can't get much worse than that. I, I presume you can't get anything worse than that. But it's led round to a debate as to who's right and who's wrong and why Israel is hated, why the Jewish people as a result of Israel being hated, they're hated and why we have this tradition of joking about the Jews, seeing the Jews as in some way inferior. And of course there was the 11 box test that I was doing earlier on the programme about whether or not you would be anti-Semitic. 11 terms. And if you tick any of those boxes, you are anti-Semitic. Then people were speaking to us eloquently, two people in particular, Jonathan and Gary, about about understanding the Israeli state and the state of Israel and the Israeli army and how they protect, protect themselves. I did say that if people wanted to address what the chaps were saying, feel free, 02890 A person who wants to do that is Peter on this line. Good morning, Peter. Oh, good morning, Frank. So I, I've tuned in a wee bit later and I just got the tail end there, what was going on there, what, what, what the, the fellow was saying. But basically what it is, Frank, look, I have visited Palestine twice, I was in two occasions within the last four years. And, and number one, I want to make sure I'm in no way anti-Semitic, but uh, I visited Hebron which was very, very oppressive and uh, with, with the, the IDF, the Israeli military, and you have a place there called Jehuda Street. I'll try and keep this brief as possible, but there's actually where Palestinians have to walk on one side of the road, which is basically gravel. Settlers can walk down freely with their children and spit at them and just basically degrade them. But plus also I've traveled around through Ramallah, which is more secular, and also extensively in what you would call maybe the Israeli end and found a lot of ordinary Jewish people know they want a solution. But basically what I'm trying to say is where a lot of this hatred is coming from, this is why, because of the Israeli actions, why they're starting to be, the state of Israel is starting to, to be hated throughout the world because people now can see this through the media, on Facebook, the killings, the oppression, etc. It's just, I'm just trying to, you know, get a point here across. I heard the tale of the gentleman saying, that land wasn't uh, appropriated or whatever it was, which it was in the Nakba in 1848. Not going to go into the whole history, but, you know, there is an oppressive regime here, you know, and people in the world, in humanitarian sense, and not using any political here, what I'm saying is people in the world now are becoming more aware 
of what's going on and uh, of the oppression of the Palestinians in Israel. And it has to, you know, it has to stop, in my opinion. Uh, Peter, uh, thank you. Uh, that's all we're taking on this uh, for this morning. The very reason that uh, Peter's making his point is on the back of the last uh, two callers who were uh, absolutely and completely uh, pro, well, certainly one of them was absolutely completely pro-Israeli and the pre- caller previous to that uh, saw it balanced, his comments were balanced in favour of Israel. And uh, I invited a call to put it from another perspective and Peter has done that. Right, uh, 028903311 what we're really missing here of course is just how bad those people in Derry are with regards to hating the Jews. It's still shocking me to think that a journalist can go into a bar in Derry and get that material and be able to broadcast it. Shame absolute shame on the people who he interviewed. Here's just a reminder before we move on of of what they did actually say. It is, as I say, a very uh, shocking comment. And if you are a member of the Jewish faith and listening to the programme, I, I do warn you about the, the, these comments. You have a lot of Palestinian flags here. Yeah? Why is that? Because we support them. Why do you support the Palestinians? It's not unbelievable to think that people here in Northern Ireland are, are saying that. Let's just listen again to the final bit of that. It's it's incredible to think that a journalist can get that material during an interview in Derry. The only thing that Hitler didn't do wrong, France has a Hitler The only thing Hitler didn't do wrong, he didn't kill no f***ing Jews. We've since found that out. We didn't think that at the time, but Hitler didn't kill no Jews. The scourge of the world. What did you say? The Jews, the scourge of the earth. The Jews are the scourge of the earth. Oh... I thought I'd been shocked enough during the years of doing this programme when you hear about the hatred directed towards Catholics, you hear about the hatred directed towards Protestants, and there, with great clarity, the hatred been directed towards the Jews. And of course, we've had numerous examples of it being directed uh, towards people of the Islamic faith as well. Hatred is alive and well and living in Northern Ireland with a big Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Capital H.